It's a trap. That's what we got to talk about today. The first thing I want to look at is the dollar crisis. I'm talking about the dollar store. That's right. Stay with me on that. The second thing is China's compounding. What we are seeing here right now is multiple layers of these effects. And that, of course, impacts the entire world, whether we like it or not. The third thing I want to talk about is the U.S. default. Yes, again, they're talking about the potential for a U.S. default. I'll break all of that down. We're going to talk about Canada and so much more. Let's go. Your favorite, the dollar store, isn't going to be the dollar store anymore. Dollar Tree to sell more items above $1 as costs rise. Discount chain expanding earlier tests to boost prices, citing higher wage and freight costs. This is the message coming directly from Dollar Tree's own website. And essentially what they're saying is, hey, we are going to offer $1, $3, and $5 products. $5 products. They're claiming that they're going to put in a lot of stores. They're going to open a lot of different locations. For me personally, the last time I had gone to a dollar store, I noticed there weren't any cashiers. There wasn't a single cashier. It was all self checkout. Now, I don't know if that's going to change, but probably not. You got people stocking the shelves and everybody checks themselves out. So things are definitely different here. You got the cheap prices, maybe that's how they're reducing, of course, their overall expenses and so on. Let me know in the comment section where you are. Is the dollar store a truly a dollar store? Let me know, put it in the comments. Let's all talk about it, okay? What about bacon? I've seen so many people comment about bacon. Well, bacon prices have reached record highs. And talks about the supply chain issues and so on. This is important, of course, for people that are buying foods that are rising and they have to, you know, they can make some changes, but this is expensive. That's expensive. Everything today is expensive. Speaking of which, oil. The V-shaped recovery in the oil patch continues to take even the biggest bulls on Wall Street by surprise. Goldman Sachs ramped up its already optimistic forecast calling for Brent crude to hit $90 a barrel this year. They keep going up and up and up. No matter what's going on in the world, the prices of these commodities are rising. You could see that. You had some of them that have come down, but largely they have all gone up. I will show you this right here. This is just a commodity index. And the last time I had brought this to you, this index had actually started to fall down. And I basically said that, you know, the general trend has been up over the past year. We know that to be clear, but now we've actually far surpassed that. And here we go. We are getting into these record level territories for just about everything, okay? Certainly oil has a long way to go to get to its previous high. In fact, it could almost double from here and it would just be hitting the high that it was at briefly during uh, 2008 timeframe around there. Now you're looking at iron ore. That is another one. If I could pull that up really quickly, when as soon as the whole Evergrande issue came out, or started to come out, you see what happens. Look, look at it over the past five years. You could see that kind of like lumber, it kind of followed the same pattern, rising up significantly, peaking out, and then tumbling down. This is one of very few, but I want to bring you all of them. I don't just want to tell you that, yeah, the commodities are rising. Of course, it's a little bit more nuanced than that. But I know what you're thinking. This is very frustrating. It's just so, it's just so frustrating right? Is that, is that what you say? Well, actually, that's Jerome Powell. 
Fed Chair Jerome Powell calls inflation frustrating and sees it running into next year. Yes, that's right. The multimillionaire Jerome Powell is calling inflation frustrating. That same inflation that, of course, benefits the richest people and hurts just about everybody else. This, my friends, is a trap. The Federal Reserve, the central banks, they are doing these actions intentionally. Never believe one of these bankers, never believe the suit and ties because they are always, always playing Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and Two-Face or whatever you want to call it, okay? There's always two sides to it. Now, look at this. Power crisis deepens in Asia and Europe. What it means to shipping, another risk to the container supply chain, but tailwind for commodities shipping. I'm going to bring you some more data and details on this. I just want to let you know that prices are rising like crazy when it comes to power. So think about this for a second. Your power prices are up. Your food prices are up. Your, your home prices, whether it's rent, whether it is mortgages, the amount of money, cars, everything. Everything has gone up for things that people need. Now forget it, if your iPhone is, is expensive or your, I don't know, whatever, going out to a fancy restaurant's more expensive, different story. But you've got to live somewhere. You've got to eat some food. And what are people doing? Well, you know what? That food's so expensive. I'm going to cut back on my food. Oh, uh, you know, that thing that I used to have that, you know, whatever, I, I was living in a two bedroom with my kids. Well, now I can't afford that two bedroom. I'm going to rent out a one bedroom. And so they downsize. And yeah, they're still going, but we shouldn't have this problem. We shouldn't have things that are so expensive that the average person can't afford. If you agree with me, hit that thumbs up button, support this channel so that I can continue to push this message out to the public. This is absolutely unimaginable where we are at today. Let's talk about it further in the Money GPS Insights. Inflation is completely out of control globally. There's no way to deny it any longer. Food, energy, and shelter have literally become too much for so many people. To protect from inflation, we must lock in today's prices. So for instance, you can buy in bulk, you can preserve what you have, you can do different things, take steps right now to help to mitigate those obvious you know, levels of inflation that are coming. You know that product six months from now, a year from now is going to be more expensive. There are actions that you can take today. Not that I needed to tell you this, but world food costs at risk of soaring uh, of soaring as China faces a tough harvest. It's not just China, it's everywhere, okay? All over the world, you've seen droughts here, you've seen rain there, you've seen hurricanes here, you've seen all these different things that have been affecting the food supply and, of course, life as we know it. And these changes, of course, are never going to be good on your wallet. A power shortage is hitting the nation's top corn and soy regions. Some grain oilseed processing plants have been suspended as well. We are doing, like, it's all over again and again and again. China is set for a difficult harvest season as a severe energy crunch hurts the outlook for booming production, a development that risks triggering a renewed surge in world agriculture and food prices. We can't take this. 
Okay, because food is supposed to be a small percentage of your total expenses, and that small percentage is continuing to grow and grow. Never a good sign, because what happens when food becomes too expensive? You know, I can barely talk about it on this channel. I got to watch what I say, but you know exactly what happens. Very worrisome. Okay. They get into you know the, the particular areas and everything. If you want, as always, links are in the description. China's widening electricity crisis caused by coal shortage. So this is what Kemp is saying. John Kemp out of Reuters. This is what they are saying. There are many, many charts associated with this. Uh, if you really want a detailed explanation, check it out. Okay. But China is in the grip of a severe shortage of both coal and electricity as the economy has resumed strong growth after the recession, but coal mine output has failed to keep up, leaving generators short of fuel. Reflecting the booming economy, China's electricity generation increased by 600, about 13% in the first eight months of 2021 compared to the same period last year. Okay, They're just talking about all the details in that. Just saying that there are problems here. This is the result of it. Okay, that's what they're suggesting. I don't know. I'm not on the inside. That's what the details are saying. We never really know, of course, especially with a country like this. But I wanted to bring that to you and see that if they're having a problem and they start to export to different places, that's going to be an issue, right? Obviously, China's coal shortage means higher prices for the world. Same information, but essentially, Asian and European coal prices are trading near an all-time high already, already. And we're going to add to that. This is unbelievable, unbelievable coming right at this time. Everything is converging at once. China's power crunch pushes foreign businesses to invest in factories elsewhere. So this is where I want to take this now. What we saw back from the tariffs and then, you know, just after that, there was a lot of talk about this. We're moving our factories to Vietnam. We're moving our factories to this country, that country. And if you look at it, you know, structurally, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Why? Because in general, the Chinese machine runs very efficiently. We outsourced all of our jobs there, and they did it very efficiently. They made that happen. Okay, you don't just turn it around in six months or a year or 18 months. This takes decades now. Look how much further they are ahead. If anybody's had to ever bring in some products out of one of these countries and you start to deal with different countries, in fact, you see the big, big difference. It's just they don't have the experience. They don't understand the logistics behind all of this in dealing internationally. So that's much slower. That takes a lot of time and they don't have the capacity. Okay, but now that China's running into a problem, that's putting the whole world in this position. And that's why you shouldn't do what has happened. You shouldn't be outsourcing all the jobs. But I digress. Okay, if you agree with me, hit that thumbs up. Okay, support the channel. I appreciate it. Some companies were on the fence about investing in China. They choose not to go ahead now. And that's clear. Okay, because we'll see. We'll see what happens over the next five years, 10 years. But right now, Still, still much further ahead, okay? As an estimated 500,000 containers are sitting on cargo ships off the South Southern Carolina coast, many are wondering how to handle the backlog. Massive, crazy. I've got friends right now that are in line from 9 o'clock in the morning, and they can't pull the load yet. The people inside, they get paid by the hour, but not the drivers, 
big problems going on. And then you have this article here talking about freight and essentially just saying earlier back in 2020, many seafarers agreed to extend their contracts by several months to keep the supplies of food, fuel, and medicine and other consumer goods flowing around the world. The grounding of planes and border closures made it impossible to move workers from one part of the world to another and to swap crews. Check this out. At the peak of the crisis in 2020, 400,000 seafarers were unable to leave their ships for routine changeovers, some working as long as 18 months beyond where they were supposed to. So there's all kinds of things happening in the shipping industry, literally at every single level. We've never seen anything like this before. And now, I always try to make you laugh in every video, but take a look. Jamie Demon says that JP Morgan is preparing for the potentially catastrophic US credit default. That's right, the US is not gonna be able to pay their bills. Oh my goodness, Janet Yellen warned about it. Now Jamie Demon has warned the same. Does anybody really believe this, that they're not gonna increase the level of debt, that they're not going to you know, increase the amount of spending? Oh, yeah, it's just that group of people that's doing it. Oh, it's that group of people. Oh, they're not doing their job. Come on. What a joke. What a joke. Really? I mean, come on. Investors are gobbling up homes in Canada's hot housing market. You've got to see this. In the 12 months through June, the number of people adding a fourth, you heard me right, fourth mortgage or more surged 7.7%. Small number, right? But not really when you think about it. We're talking about people who are taking on a fourth mortgage. Can all of those people actually afford it? There's not many that can afford four mortgages. Why? Because the debt is so cheap. And the difference between Canada and potentially other places is that you get a mortgage 25 year, 30 year, whatever it might be, you don't get the terms for that entire period. You are then refinancing at a rate of most likely every, you know, the sweet spots usually within that three to five year time frame. So what is interest rates going to be three to five years from now? Take a look here at this chart, just comparing over the years, first mortgage, second and third mortgage, fourth mortgage. Okay. The biggest gains are right here for a lot of people taking on multiple mortgages. That is worrisome. But what about this? According to Fidelity, the Bank of Canada will have to start raising interest rates in the first half of 2022 because supply constraints and hotter than normal inflation aren't going away. And they're going to have to do it, understand, faster than where they thought that they can do it previously because they let it run too hot. That's the big thing. We are being pushed right into a trap. Maximum debt maximum inflation, and at the same time, shortages and problems and restrictions of all kinds, not a good recipe, okay? This is setting up for the perfect storm. If you aren't already, you've got to join the insiders because as you know, there's all kinds of games that they're playing with this channel, okay? If you want to be able to get on, there's no garbage, no spam, none of that. I just email you the video of the day five times a week. Get it right here at this card or at themoneygps.com. And don't forget to hit that like button on the way out every time. I really do appreciate that. It's right down there. Click it, click it. Thank you very much.
If you haven't seen this video, you've got to check it out. Get into so much detail. Definitely, you got to watch it. Click it, and I'll see you there.